book is good about. Her second book was it was to like bring you closer and be like. And I was talking to my mom about it. And a bottle feed. Are you in your heart? Every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, welcome to Coffee Confessions. Like, long time no talk. Long time no see. Which I guess it's both. Mm, yeah, yeah, because we kind of sucked at keeping our Instagram updated during the hiatus, so a little bit of both, definitely. And I also, no see for us. Yeah, long time no see, technically, because I haven't seen you in eight weeks. It feels literally like an eternity. Like I, I does eight weeks sounds like so little time ago, and it literally feels like the time has dragged on. But yeah. I, I think if you think about it in the sense of like. It's December this week, but uh, I don't know. I can't even remember. I feel like you left, what, the end of August, beginning of September? Yeah, his report date was, what, September 10th? So, yeah, end of, like, first of September. Yeah, that's insane. It, like, well, it's dragged in the sense of, like, I don't have my person here, but time has, I feel like, flown by, too, at the same time. It's, I feel like we're living in, like, a weird matrix right now. <laughs> what is that, what is that show called? The Twilight Zone? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yes. it, like, it feels like it's gone super fast, like, September to December. That's even longer, right? September, October, November. Yeah, so that's yeah. longer than that. But, um... It seems to drag on because I, like you said, miss my person. And it's so very weird going from seeing you every day or once, you know, every two days to not at all or this yeah. long apart. Yeah. But then, like, the holidays crept up on me. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, it's December. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so really not ready for the holidays. I'm just like, I don't it know. Maybe I'm being a Grinch this year. <laughs> I'm usually like holly jolly and this year I'm kind of like, do we have to? Like, I want to celebrate Jesus's birthday and that's pretty much it. Like, I don't really, the maybe it's because my husband's a Scrooge and won't let me put up my Christmas tree. So that's probably <laughs> why I'm struggling. But I'm getting it, one tomorrow. I think a tree definitely lights up the room. I put mine up before Thanksgiving and Mark was not happy about it. <laughs> like, he came home and he just likes, I have a recording of it. <laughs> But he came home and he was not happy. He was like, okay, time to take it down. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. But, That's how Dwight would be. Yeah. He was not thrilled. But let's rewind in a second because this is season two. So if yeah. you are new, hi, I am Felicia and I'm Cody. And together and we, we make, make coffee. coffee. <laughs> so if you didn't know how to pronounce this in the beginning, now you do. It's coffee. Yeah. <laughs> And if you haven't had a chance to go binge listen to our previous season, um, a little backstory on coffee. In January, I was like feeling like I needed something to do with my time. This was pre-COVID. Now I have too much time. But this was like supposed to be like a mom escape thing. And so I texted Felicia and I was like, hey, start a podcast with me. And boom, we just like ran with it. So if you go back and you listen to any of our like beginning episodes we started coffee on like a whim and a cold we both had like typical like congestion colds we were sitting in her husband's car like recording a lot of them um and now we just juggle between nap time and bedtime so if you ever hear interruptions our um og listeners they already know it's one of the kids bothering us usually my cats um collar jingle will be in the background and stuff like that yep. but you know Our we're not neglecting them playing in the back. 
Yeah, there's always something going on here. So if you're looking for like a quiet Zen ASMR setting, we're probably not it for you. But if you're looking for like some real girl talk, like spill the coffee, not the tea, like you're in the right spot. But we're all true motherhood because between yeah. us, we have seven kids, guys. Seven. And if you count yeah. animals, that puts us over 10 because I have two and she has two. Technically, have- <laughs> like we couldn't even gather. Like even if you lived here, like we couldn't even we, we wouldn't even be allowed to see each other because we'd have to sacrifice a child. Sorry. Sorry, Bennett and Knox. You stay outside. You're hey, savage. Look, sometimes they're crazy, but we add our guys into the mix. Then we have a lot of kids and sometimes I vote them out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. But so in the midst of all of that, Felicia got orders to move to Colorado. So she moved in September. And um, I think it would have been hard regardless. But I think the fact that COVID did happen and we didn't get to do our favorite things together. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think if we would have had the chance to do those favorite things that we did the summer before last, it would have I don't think anything would have made it easier, but I think it would have been a lot easier in a sense because it had been like, you know, we get to go enjoy the splash pad together. We get to go and run errands together without wearing masks. I mean, just like the stuff that I kind of felt like we got robbed. Like we just didn't get to do those, those are things like our Carol and Linda things (laughs) that we normally got to do. So it kind of made it feel like, um, I feel like we lost a lot of time, especially yeah. like, for one, we had the distance, right? Like we weren't allowed to me and everything. And because we are both, you know, autoimmune, we didn't because of our safety and COVID was all new and everything. Now we're just like, give me my person and we'll die together. <laughs> yeah. Well, even on top of that, it got, we had a lot of time, but it, we, it was filled up with remote learning. And then, you know, you have, the the restrictions that we had on us and stuff like that so I mean it was we never really had the chance to really enjoy our time together and even it even before like even outside of COVID paranoia there wasn't really much to do a lot of things were still shut down I mean uh, shelves were being wiped clear I mean we've all lived through COVID we're not going to get on that saga again I'm sure we'll get on it at a later date but we're, this oh, is yeah. not a rant this, this is not a rant a rant <laughs> if we you know, know you coffee, guys love the rants <laughs> if you know coffee you know it's gonna come <laughs> it's, right. it's gonna come um another oh, yeah. one for me though was that I know we talked about it like if you didn't catch our very last episode from season one go back and listen to that but um one of the one of the things for me was that I kind of I knew I had to say goodbye, but it was like a see you later because technically Cody and them were supposed to move literally like we still are supposed to, (laughs) but the likelihood of it was, is a lot more slim. So it was more set in, I mean, as set in stone as army is set in stone. Um, So I think I kind of mentally prepared myself like, okay, I'm just going to spend four months without my friend and then I'm going to have my friend back. Whereas now it's like, it's a 50 50 chance that I could have my friend at first. It was like, I'm not having my friend. And then it was, I could have my friend and that's just kind of the limbo we're sitting in. And so for me, when I had to tell myself like, this could be goodbye for quite a long time, it it was very hard for me. And then 
to top it off, we're just big crybabies, and we oh, cried, yeah. we cried and cried, and then the kids. Well, cried. then it didn't help that our kid. Okay, so y'all, imagine this, and we're gonna post the video of it. But imagine this: we're standing out there, and I don't do good with goodbyes. I cry no matter what. So we're standing out there, we're hugging and saying goodbye. Felicia's like saying all the saddest things in my ear. She's like, "I need you to come <laughs> with me," and I'm like, "You're gonna be okay. Like you're gonna get through this." And I'm like trying to stay strong. I'm like trying to like dry my tears, but then she'll say something. I can't do it without you. I'm like, oh my god! She's trying to stay strong while she dries her tears on my shoulder. (laughs) Yeah. So then my little girl Charlie is like, "Are you crying? Why are you crying?" And then Natalie and Kylie like, they're crying. Oh my god, they're crying. Oh, they're crying. Well, then I it broke my heart. It breaks my heart to like see my friend go, but then it broke my heart really bad to see my girls upset to see like to say goodbye to Natalie, and then knowing like. Felicia's their aunt. She's a part of their family. So mm-hmm. when they realized what was happening, then they started crying. And Charlie was like, I don't want you to go. Guys, and then that broke let me. Let me and tell I was like, you, holding a crying four-year-old. And Charlie's petite. If you know Charlie, mm-hmm. she's petite. So I'm holding this, like, crying little four-year-old. And she's like, don't go. And to pass her off to her mom and get in my car, I'm going to cry and drive away. <laughs> That was the hardest thing for me. Like, it was so terrible to leave my little baby sitting there I know. crying. And here's the thing I feel like. I felt like probably we got so much love. Like, if you sent us a message, like, we that was so sweet of you. Y'all made us cry for, like, way longer than we needed to be crying. But we appreciate you so much reaching out and thinking of us. But, like, people don't understand that this life is it's hard, y'all. Like, it's really hard to find somebody that you feel home, like, feel at home with and then know like they're leaving and here's the sad truth like regardless of if I was going to Colorado or not or if we go wherever the army says we go we're a one-income family so the with multiple children so the likelihood of our past crossing as much as we want them to cross and that this isn't just go for Felicia and I, I have friends all over the place where I know that sometimes goodbye is goodbye. Like mm-hmm. we'll have our Facebook friendship, but sometimes like goodbye is goodbye because when you're a military family, as much as it sucks to say out loud, sometimes you have to, you're forced to prioritize like your friend, like your, the people you care about, I should say. So you say you get leave and then you say, well, I really want to see Felicia, but I also haven't seen my mom in two years. What do I do? You know what I mean? So I I don't think people who don't live this life understand that. So that sometimes goodbye really is goodbye. Sometimes it's not a see you later. Sometimes it's not a like after a while, it's literally like we had two years together and now the army says I have to go, we're going. And you've got these, like, enjoy the memories because, you know, the likelihood of, you know, living in North Carolina and her in Colorado, could I afford a plane ticket? Yeah, for me. But then what fun is that for my girls to not go see one of their best friends, you know, or how do I explain to my son, like, no, I'm going to go see Jameson, but you're not. So I think that's one of the hard things to, to, to actually come to grips with like as living this life and why it's so scary. Like the post that we made about the scariest part about finding your military tribe is finding it is because like it will be taken from you in a second and you have no control over it. You, there's yeah. nothing you can do about it at all. Yeah, you know, at least like when it's your army, family. <laughs> yeah. At least when it's your family, you can be like, 
well, I mean, do you, you know what I mean? You kind of can be like, well, if you move here and I'm here, we'll be this many minutes apart. Tommy's like, no, when do you want the movers to show up? What, like, are yeah. you doing Diddy? Or are you doing, are we moving you? You need to be and here. I think that, um, I think that the whole, I think the goodbye in general, is just because you have to say so many of them, right? You say mm-hmm. goodbye to your spouse, you say goodbye to your family and friends. And it goes, it's a long time to see you without your family and friends. I've gone a year without seeing my family. And yeah, I am so grateful, guys. I mean, Cody and I probably call, text, FaceTime too many, too many times, but um, <laughs> I am so thankful that it gives me that like a little bit of like in-person type of thing, Yeah. Um, whether it's with my mom or Cody and, you know, the kids or anything, but it's just like, I, you never stop saying goodbye. It's, I say goodbye to my husband or I say goodbye to my parents or I say goodbye to my best friend or I say goodbye to another friend that's moving or I say, it's just like a never ending goodbye. And the ones that, you know, are like you said, like, I, this is probably goodbye forever unless some magical army God prep, you know, puts us yeah, on the same base again. And speaking it. of like magical army gods, that's another reason that made it hard is because we didn't want to tell anybody like the freaking magic that was about to happen because it never happens in the army. So Felicia got orders to Colorado and then my husband got orders to Colorado and it's a whole, I don't even understand everything that happened, but it was a whole back and forth thing. And, um, something got messed up multiple times. It was literally like, Oh my God, we're going to Colorado. Oh, I don't think we're going to Colorado. Oh my God, we're really going to Colorado. Uh, and to the point where Felicia was like, don't tell me anymore. Like, just don't tell me anymore because like I get my hopes up every time. So, I mean, when you have a best friend like in this lifestyle that was really exciting because we were thinking about like all the stuff we were going to do like we were when Felicia went I was still thinking I was going so I was like you need to go you need to find our new grocery store you need like give me the ins and outs of housing and stuff like that like we were really getting prepared to like explore a new adventure together so I think that was kind of like a crushing part too because Mm we weren't going to have to be the new girls. You know what I mean? And no matter what and how cliche that is to say, this lifestyle is constantly being the new girl over and over and over again. Even if that means you're in a new state or if if you're the one left behind. The day that Felicia left, I immediately felt super lonely in a place that I grew up. Like I am from the Fort Bragg area. I lived here since sixth grade. And the minute that you left, like it didn't, like it just, I felt super alone. Yes, I have my husband. I have some great friends still here, but um, it just, it's just that person. There's, yeah, there's so many things. Like, I don't think when we say we were together, guys, like, I don't think you guys really, really grasp that our lives were intertwined. Dwight would come home straight to my house because we were having all dinner together. Like it was, (laughs) that's how much of a family we were intertwined. Like, oh, you're staying here? Like, oh, where are you, Cody? (laughs) You don't even ask anymore. And it was just so many things. Coffee trips. I I call Cody all the time and I'm like, I'm missing my friend because right now I don't have any of my kids and I'm going to get coffee. And like, it makes my heart super sad because this is what I did with Cody. Like, you're, there's, you're the new girl everywhere you go. And it's so hard to kind of like, okay, I have to pick myself back up. I have to pick up these pieces because I need a friendship for myself. I need a friendship for my kids. My husband likes friends sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like when we make him have a friend, he has a friend. And so I know I need that friendship and I know it can be super lonely going to a new place. Like I moved here and I'm like, Cody, what do I do here? Cody, what do I, Cody, Cody, this is crazy. Um, 
And it's just so hard to implement that every single time, right? Or like being vulnerable to put yourself out there. Like we didn't, Felicia and I did not like go on a mom date and all this stuff. Like friendship just fell into our lap because our girls went to pre-K and kindergarten and stuff. Well, pre-K together, we were established friends by the time they went to kindergarten. But like, we're both introverts. Um, we're both very socially awkward. Well, Felicia's a little bit better than I am, but she'll... Oh, thanks. <laughs> but um, like straight up, like there have been people that have reached out, like walking down my street and they're like, hey, you know, you have kids and I have kids. Can we exchange numbers and stuff? And I, I don't like confrontation. So I'm like, sure. Yeah. But deep down inside, I'm like, please don't call me. Please don't reach out to yeah. me because I'm just a freak guys. So if, if I ever, if you listen to this and you live in Fayetteville and you ever feel like I'm snubbing you, I'm really not. I have very bad social anxiety and the inside of me is like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I need a brown paper bag. They want to hang out with me. I'm so weird. I, I'm not good at this. So it's like, at the same but it's time, also, I, like you said, that like making yourself vulnerable again, because it's mm-hmm. like, do, I have a friendship takes two, right? You have mm-hmm. to give in order to get. And so it's like, is this somebody I want to invest my time in? Or if right. I invest my time in and they turn out to be a total weirdo. It's a gamble. <laughs> it's a gamble, especially, especially in a military community. It's a gamble yeah. because straight up, I'm just going to say it. Like, I feel like straight up is my adjective tonight. I don't know, like if I'm living like back in 2002 <laughs> or what, but, um, Military wives are a gamble. I'm, I'm just being honest. Military because... wives are psycho, okay? okay. <laughs> we're on okay. that list, but we're on the low end. <laughs> I don't know. I feel COVID. I've put his bumped me up a few notches. Oh, I well, I'm be. still on the I've been road. alone. I've... Okay. <laughs> you, you, you play well with others, and then I'll be the psycho of the group. I'm in a depression note over here. I got no friends, <sighs> no nothing. Like, I asked Mark the other day, I was like, have you made any friends? Or like any of them married? Like, can you get the feel for me? Can you hook me up? (laughs) I was like, let's plug this in. If you are a military spouse, you know what I'm talking about. Like, it is a gamble because you don't know, like, who's running their mouth about what? Like, I don't know. I, I feel like it's so much pressured because... First of all, I've had people like talk shit about my marriage. I've had people, I'm sure, talk shit about my children or my parenting and stuff like that. Um, But the one that I know for sure is like my marriage was a topic of gossip in like my first or second year of marriage. And that was my first peak of like this whole like military wife drama. So why would I want to put myself out to be vulnerable to, to like... Because if you straight up talk about my kids, like we're fighting, I will, like we're gonna have some words because it's not happening. You talk about my marriage, whatever. I'm, I know what's good between me and my husband, but you're not gonna drag my children into, you know, your gossip and then I have to go straight up Fayetteville on you. Whoa, not. whoa, whoa! What did I miss? Like who, who, who rubbed you the wrong way in this right now? No, but I we're just feel like back. so many, so many military wives will just like. Okay, okay, this is why I'm snarky, guys. Okay, I sent Felicia this text message, and it's this typical military wife stuff where the girl was asking if you should include like somebody on an ordinate that's a part of your family, and I just don't understand that. I'm like, who does that? So, anyway, there's where my little attitude is coming from (laughs) right now about that. It's it's 
it's it's so much into play, right? Like if you say something about it's just going to go off, right? Of course, mm-hmm. you talk mm-hmm. about any of my family, like it's going to go off. Like I don't care if I don't even like that family member, it's going to go off. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just you don't talk about my family. But I guess also that, you know, you have to find somebody you're comfortable with because I can tell you. Yeah. Like, well, I can't even tell you how many times that, how, like how many times did we sit on the couch in our pajamas, literally do nothing. And our kids were half, you know, hair up, still pajamas from last oh, night. And diapers. we did nothing. Yeah. yeah, we did nothing. We sat there on the couch. We were perfectly content and happy. There was no judgment. It was, it was love, family, friendship, whatever you want to call it. But we were just content. We were content being home, not going anywhere, just with each other's company. And I feel like a lot of the time it's like, do you want to go here? Do you want to go here? Yeah. Like, no, I'm introverted and a homebody and yeah, I don't want to go there. And I'm yeah. poor. So. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> like, that I don't have the money too. to do that. I don't know where you're yes. getting the money. So, yes. um, I think that, that there's so many things that tie into being that new girl all the time. And it just makes, it makes me more introverted. Really. It does. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. babe, what time are you coming home? So I can have it. <laughs> so we can hang out. <laughs> yeah. Ex- yeah. Or it feels like, um, like I'm sure a lot of you can really, uh, I haven't been to an FRG in forever, but the times that I had been to one being the new girl there and everybody just kind of stares at you. And it kind of feels like the first day of school. Like if you're a new girl at school like that, or, you know, I just, I don't like that feeling. So meeting new friends for me is not my favorite, my most favorite thing to do. I know a lot of you military spouses can relate because, because I am on those military spouse pages and I see the posts that say, okay, I've been here. I need a friend. Like I know you do. And it gets, it sucks being the new girl and it sucks being stuck at home or, you know, in a new place or in an old place. It's just like, I have to rebuild this whole thing again. And by the time I do, yeah. And by the time I do, it's gone. And do we have great friends? Yeah. Like there was plenty of people back home. If Cody would have moved, I would have been able to hang out with, but was it my person? Was it like the best friend, the person that I lean on and call on and, I just need there. Like, is it the type of person that you can say, like, I'm literally going to kill my husband and they're not like calling the MPs is what I'm trying to get at. Like, yeah, like I'm going what, to yeah. lock my child out and they'll be like, okay, do it. It's okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. Throw him a no, jacket and some animal crackers. He's fine. Like, <laughs> so here's like a good, like, this is another reason why I am just like not into making new friends right now is because, so my girls have been hanging out with, Uh, this little girl across the street and she kind of drives me a little crazy she's a sweet girl but we just I don't know (laughs) that's the neighbor listening to this podcast (laughs) well she's very sweet she's very sweet but um she decided last weekend that she was going to tell my daughters that she was going to have her mom call the cops on me anytime that I'm mean to my kids because she's been here when I've been mean to my kids and she's going to have the cops called on me so I, um, my girls came in the house and they were crying and I was like, what is wrong with you? And they said, well, so-and-so said that they're going to have their mom call the cops on you and you're going to go to jail because you're mean to us. And I was like, nope. Oh no, 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 no. We're not doing this. So I walk across the street and I'm like, Hey, like, can you talk to her? You know, she's got my kids upset about this. And luckily the parents were really cool. And they were like, you know, yeah, we're going to go talk to her right now. And the dad, I told him, I was like, I felt like I needed to elaborate. I was like, I'm not mean to them, but like, they'll, like, she's like been there, like, whenever I've like hollered at my kids and stuff. So I was like, you know, and he was like, no, discipline is like a great tool and stuff like that. So I, I have confidence that the MPs aren't getting called on me. But here's my thing is there's too many instances where 
somebody will take that and run. You know what I mean? And I just fear if I can eliminate that from happening by just staying introverted inside my house that I avoid that completely. But then I also know it's not, it's not healthy for my kids. And at some point I have to get back out there and be like, Hey, will you you be my friend? Yeah. There's just so many fears when it comes into it. Like Cody and I are yellers. It's just what we do. Like, even if we just, we're just yellers, we're introverted yellers. (laughs) So like if our kids are in the, playroom and we're in the kitchen and they're doing something or not we're just gonna yell stop you know and so there's sometimes that some parents and we have been witness to this okay like it's literally happened to us that people just kind of like take a step back like did she just yell at her kids is she saying that to her kids and I'm kind of like I'm not a bad parent here like I'm just this is just me and so it's kind of like I don't want to be judged yeah that's the main thing is I don't want to be judged I don't want to go sit on the chopping block and let you judge whether you I, you want to be my friend, I guess is what, with, when I, when we established our friendship, I never, it always just felt like, oh, like you like tacos and you like this. And like, we just had so many uh, commonalities and it never felt like I had to date you, if that makes sense. And I felt, and I I feel like a lot of time it feels like mom dating. It's like, oh, well, um, do you do this and do you do that? Or, you know, so I. Coming soon, the coffee mom dating app. It's like Tinder, but for moms. Oh, you swipe left. <laughs> do you think? Yes. <laughs> yes. You, you, like, you, you matched can, with someone. You can match all of the things that they do and the things that you don't. And it will sell, tell you if you are 90% compatible, then you go for it. But exactly. on the same note, we're, we're going to encourage you to, even though it's scary and even though you're introverted and even though you're uncomfortable and, you know, you don't want to go try it. You have to, you have to make those friendships because I was there for a year and a half and I tried quite a few friendships and I have some good ones. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I have made, I made great friendships in there and I still talk to them to this day and I love them and listen. So if that's you, no hate, but when I met Cody, it just clicked like, right everything just it just fell into pieces and you know that feeling when you meet your person and it's just easy yeah and it wouldn't have happened if we didn't put ourselves out there so as scary as it is and as much as you don't want to be the new girl you will always be the new girl if you don't put yourself out there whether it's a few text messages whether it's a play date at the park I know COVID has made things extremely awkward because it's like (laughs) behind a mask and yeah it's like mom dating now it's like texting (laughs) yeah it really is it really is selfie at the park and then I'll send you a selfie at the other end (laughs) but um it's you have to put yourself out there because and I, I guess I'm speaking to myself. And I was about to say, we're going to have to like follow, like practice what we preach. And it's kind of giving me spicy armpits right now because I'm like, oh God, I, I don't know if I'm ready to be back. You know Look, what it's like I when you're dating and you're it. like, I'm not ready to really like be back out there yet. But what is it? Take it back to like the, what is it? Like 90s, 2000s when spray deodorant was popular. Take that in your purse and just roll with it. (laughs) But I mean, technically I can't even do it right now because I'd be breaking Colorado walls. So technically I don't really have a lot of time because I am like a pre-K and a first grade teacher Monday through Friday. So I'm booked as the Grinch would say. I'm booked. Can't miss that again. (laughs) (laughs) Google me. She has a, she has a, you know, a, Three day a week FaceTime with me. She can't cancel that because I, I can't be cancel that it. again. <laughs> hey, no. hey, hey, loathe and die. <laughs> if you can't tell, the Grinch is one of her favorites. But yeah, it's just like we just wanted to come on here and kind of just say welcome back to your Monday. Um, 
exclusive. Your yeah, your Monday spill. But we uh we're super excited for season two, guys. We have like really revamped all the things. And if you notice, like leave us a comment on our Instagram or our Facebook so we know that you noticed. <laughs> yeah, because we work really hard on this stuff. Yeah, especially, you know, getting things done with a different time zone. It ain't easy. Okay, it ain't easy. <laughs> we are like texting each other. She'll send me a text message at like five my time. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, you're going to This is our big out. thing. Our Yeah, our big thing is like, she'll text me when I'm already in bed. And then it'll be like midnight. And she'll be like, are you awake? And I'm like, what the fuck do you think? No, I'm not awake. But then I'll like, I'm the type of person that I have to send the text or it's all forget. So I'll the thought will come in my head at like, like seven in the morning. I'm like, oh, I got to text her this and it'll be five. Like her time zone and Felicia, like if you wake her up, she is not happy about it. But I'm just like, well, I'm just gonna click send and pray, I guess, because <laughs> if I if I forget this, like it's never coming back to me. So I think that the daytime is okay. It's when it comes to like the evening, like when it's eight my time and my kid is finally asleep. Like it's already ten her time and Cody's already in bed, and I just oh, yeah. like. I forget it sometimes and I'm like, oh, it's only eight. Like she's up and she's, you know, yelling at her kids like I'm yelling at mine. So let's chat. And she's like, I'm sleeping, Linda. And I'm like, get the f- up, Carol. We really are like the total opposite best friends because she stays up late. I go to bed early and then I'm like kind of an early bird and Felicia would sleep in if her kids would let her, but they don't let her. So I hate the mornings, but that's a whole different topic. <laughs> but really, I, just- I hope that like hearing – I hope that like, even though we ramble and we, you know, we always have plans for where we want the episode to go. And we usually get all those key points in and then we just kind of like throw in little bits, like how I said, I would fight somebody in the street over my kids. Um, I hope that by listening to our friendship um, over this podcast and over our other episodes, I hope that it encourages you to like Felicia said, go out and find your person because um, this life is lonely and it's something we're both living with right now. It's lonely. I mean, we have our husband, we have our kids, but it's a different type of lonesome, you know, as a woman, as a mom, you miss that companionship of somebody who shares like the same understanding. Like I'll look at my kids and I'll tear up because I'll notice like just something, just something silly. And I'll say, I'll tell my husband and he'll just be like, Cody, why are you crying about Lala? Like, yeah, she's growing up. It's, it's, it's what, what kids do. But as a woman, if you told another mom that you're like, Oh my gosh, like I was looking at Kyler and I noticed like something, you know, that shows that she's growing up. I know if I told Felicia that she'd be like, Oh my God, I was doing the same thing looking at Natalie and I cried too. And then it's just like <laughs> every woman, I just, you, you need that, that person. And, and in this life, and you can have more than one. I have like my friend, Caitlin, and I have my friend Elizabeth and I have Felicia. Like that's the beauty of this life is you have multiple opportunities to find a person, no matter where you're at. Do, will I get extremely jealous the day that Felicia finds her Colorado person? Yeah, I will. Will she get really jealous when, if I find my. Ahem, you're <laughs> supposed to move here. So I won't exactly. be a Colorado But person. you know what? I, don't interrupt my thoughts. Okay. I'm being no, motivational. I'm not atten- no, I am not attempting no Colorado person. Okay. I okay. said, I said test the waters, but scratch me in there. I'm not <laughs> testing no waters. Okay. She's going to test the waters. I'll make her. But back to my motivational saga. Find your person because you need it and you need it for your sanity. You need it for your kids. You need it for your marriage. Like it all plays in when you're feeling that lonesome takeover, it, it, it eats away at you. Other things creep in depression, you know, things like that. And it's just something that 
we as women need. We need that female companionship. We need our tribe. We need our friends to surround us. Um, introverted and I think anybody not. can, everybody can like, you notice it yourself. You notice like the difference in you, like there's a pep in your step, but mm-hmm. your kids notice it. Your husband notices it. I can't tell you how many times Mark would be like, why don't you call Cody to come over? Or like, let's do dinner with the Simons. Or why don't you go get coffee with Cody? Because there was days that it's just, when that funk comes over you, your hormones, your, you know, mother nature, just random sadness that whatever may hit you hits you. It's just like, man, I really need my person and even your spouse and your kids and they just know, you know, yeah. and so it's like you have to find that person, not just for yourself or for that person, but like for everybody in yeah. your life that uh, is affected by you. It's right. just, it's all around better for everybody. And yeah, uh, we just need Cody to come to Colorado. So that end. <laughs> well, and to add on to that, it's like your, your spouse can't be everything and one, you know what I mean? They can't. Dwight is my best friend, but he's my best friend in the sense of like, I'm in love head over heels. You know what I mean? He's my soulmate in the same way with you and Mark, but you're, you can't put, you know, you can't expect your husband to be your best friend and your husband. If you, you know what I mean? Like he's obviously your best friend, but like your person, I don't know. I don't know how to really explain it. And, And I think if you know what I'm trying to say, like if you have that best friend, you know, you've, you've witnessed a difference, like the, the, the the shit. Yeah. It's yeah. It's my, this is my husband. He's my best friend. And this is my person. Like I equally need both in my life. Both equally make me happy. Yeah. In different reasons, in different ways, you know, like my children, I love my kids, but you know, are there times that I'm like, okay, I can't tell my kids like, oh, I'm having a bad day. You know, can you buy me a coffee? Like I'm calling Cody, like, please save me because it's been one hell of a week. And my husband will be like, you know, I I don't know. I feel like there's certain things you want to relay on him, you know, like I'm having a hard day. I'll tell my husband that, or I'm having a hard week. Like I need a break. But there's times that I'm just like, I want to call Cody and be like, okay, I'm drowning. Like talk me out of my spindle. And I don't want my husband right. to be like, oh my gosh, like I'm leaving my wife and she's in depression. <laughs> like, right. Like yeah. That is very true. So that's very true. I feel like there's a few things that you can, not that you don't tell your husband things, but it's just like, there's a few things like you don't want to leave him with concern, especially in our husband's line of work. Yeah. Like, you know, when they're gone yeah, for months, you're it's forced like, to it's, put on the strong face. Like, uh, like almost that you don't have the emotion, like, Almost, it's like you're supposed to have emotion or every human being is supposed to have emotion but sometimes as a military spouse you're forced to sacrifice those emotions and put on like a bold straight face and be like yeah, yeah I'm suffering inside but you're going to war I have to put on a, I have to take everything has to go on here the show has to go on so yeah. it doesn't really matter how I'm feeling inside because I have to carry on for you and our kids and sometimes yeah. in this lifestyle the only person who's going to understand that is another, another person that's living the same exact lifestyle as you. There's so many things that I can't talk to other people about that aren't living the same lifestyle. And you're just cheating yourself out of basically therapy. (laughs) If you don't, if you choose to not because if you were depressed, you definitely need to talk about that. Like, we're not saying that. Like, don't no, yeah. don't come at us. Like, she told us to bottle up our feelings. No. no. Like, we're telling you to tell those feelings to somebody well who will help you with those feelings. Well, if your but... husband is that person, that's great. I just know mine. And I'm sure Mark, too, yeah. are just – once again, remember, when we speak, we're speaking from our personal experiences. So we're not yes, saying, hey, this is what it is for everybody. We're saying, hey, my husband doesn't do well when I tell him I'm – 
I'm having, I don't know, I'm having a really bad day. My husband would be like, well, yeah. I had a really bad day too. And so we just, it's just. Whereas it's, if I told yeah. Cody I was having a bad day, she'd be like, what did the kids yeah, do? Yeah, exactly. What did Mark do? Yeah. What happened? Nobody wants to Are come home from okay? work and be a lot and just hear you start bitching just the same way I don't want to hear my husband start bitching about the army the second he walks in the door you know what I mean so it's just one of those things where it's easier to text your friend your person in the moment when it's happening versus being like calling your husband while he's at work and there's nothing he can do about it anyway so it's just like okay well I'm kind of at the office right now what do you like what do you need oh well he's a kid I'm sorry that that happened versus if I tell Felicia like oh my god Knox dumped out another bag of chips in the floor and I just vacuumed she's gonna be like okay you want me to come over and like put them in a closet what what am I doing like you know so bring me the kids exactly and let me say on that note okay like I I'm a salty, a salty little, little lady, but <laughs> um, do not, please, please, like if you're not a military spouse and you're a mother, like I 100% get the struggles, but please, please do not compare your time apart from your husband to our time apart from our husbands. Please, like yeah. it is a huge pet peeve for me when I'm like, Mark has been gone for three weeks and I'm really struggling and another mom friend says, yeah, my husband didn't come home till nine. And I'm like, What? <laughs> Like, are you, I need your help. Like, I'm telling you, I have been drowning for a week and you're comparing that your husband working late one time is equal to like, you know, my husband getting gone three. And I'm not saying that my struggle is worse than your struggle, but I'm saying I need your compassion at the moment that my husband's gone three weeks and I, it's hard versus like, oh yeah, my husband's been gone for 12 hours. Exactly. (laughs) I totally, totally get how you're feeling. Well, that's just why sometimes it just works better, like, having a military spouse as your best friend because they get it they they just get it better than anybody is ever going to get it and not to say that you know you can't have a civilian best friend but I kind of want to hear like from somebody who maybe does have like a civilian best friend are there times where you get frustrated because they don't understand kind of your life they don't understand the um the struggles that you go through as a military spouse do you feel like sometimes it would be easier to have you know a best friend or your person or whatever you want to call them be in this same type of lifestyle because I, I, I I don't have a friend that I can think of. that's not a military spouse, just let alone. Okay. This sounds really petty, but just let alone like explaining all the acronyms to like some of my friends that aren't military spouses or like even my sister, like she'll ask me questions, but like, can you have like CQ back to back? Like, I'm like, no, you can't have CQ back to back. Or like, what does BCT and BAT stand for? I'm like, look, girl, I don't even know what half of these mean. Exactly. I'm not explaining it to you. Exactly. So sometimes it's just easier to have that person. But at the same time, like I have to take my own advice and give people a chance. And I guess maybe risk like knowing that they may gossip about me. They may they may run their Let's mouth. Let's not do that, okay? Let's just like make a pact, ladies. Like Nobody wants to be talked about, okay? Like, nobody wants to be talked about and be the talk of Fayetteville or Colorado, where I'm at. It's not like anybody's telling it anyway because you got to Because these communities on, are small. <laughs> Believe it or not, they're small. But you'll be surprised how fast word spreads around. Like, I'm telling you, yeah. it's it's just – Look, you know, if gossip starts, it starts as Carol slept with John, and then Carol slept with John, Max, Ruby, and babe, babe, she had a dog. Babe, if you're li- <laughs> babe, if you're listening to this, Carol did not sleep with anybody. <laughs> okay. 
were so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Dwight, I'm just kidding. It wasn't Carol, but you know that's my go-to name. Hence why Carol has her name Carol. And if you don't know and you're new to our page, I say, listen, Linda, for everything, okay? And so Cody stuck me with the name Linda, and now <laughs> she's my Carol because... It just fit. It just went, it just went well. But yes, I feel like we're starting to ramble. So guys, we're going to wrap it up here with this last little nugget of go be vulnerable. You never know when you are going to be the new girl in town or you're going to be the girl left behind. So go make the memories. Go have fun with somebody. Like Enjoy the the friendship that this life offers us. Yes, it sucks that we constantly have to pick up and move. But at the same time, nobody else is getting the opportunity to travel the country and build relationships and make memories all over the country or even the world. So does it suck that my best friend left me? One million percent. Does it suck that maybe I won't live in the same state as her again for another three or three or more Don't years? even say that. Don't even say it. It does suck. But at the same time, she and I are going to force each other just the same way that we're going to force you to be vulnerable and, and build connections with people, if not only for ourselves, but for our children. And if you can't do it for anybody else, but your kids, like, or if you can't do it for yourself, then do it for your kids because they 100% need it, especially in a year like this year. So if you won't do it for yourself, do it for those babies. Yeah. The hardships, like this is like, this is like our life motto. The hardships are worth finding your person. Like I would go through the move. I would go through moving to, I was so upset when we moved to Bragg. I was just so upset. And I would do it all again if that meant I got to meet Cody. Right. Because my life would not be the same without her. So the hardships are worth it to meet your person. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.